Welcome to this message from Alpha and Omega Ministries International. We value the Word of God as an instrument of growth in our lives, using it to mend our ways, align our thinking, and ultimately bring restoration. We trust that you will be blessed and encouraged by what we have to share. Greetings to everyone. Uh, it is a privilege for me to come once again front of you to share the word of God. I will try to emphasize what I shared last Sunday, as Pastor Andrea said in the introduction. Uh, last Sunday, uh, the message that I brought was stand firm in your faith. It was the word of encouragement that God has given to me while I was in Kinshasa, praying uh, in my time of intercession for our spiritual family. And during that time, for me to receive this word of encouragement, the Lord gave me uh, a, a vision when I was praying. I saw four people standing in front of me in the line. And those four people are part of our spiritual family, but I recognize one face. And uh, the Lord told me, as I was praying, pray for these people that they will keep their faith, that they, their faith will not fail. If their faith fail, if they don't remain strong, in the faith, they may end up backsliding. So you need to intercede. So I was praying in my intercession uh, for these people. And after that, the Lord keep reminding me that word. I realized that it's not only for those four people, but it's also a word for all of us in the spiritual family, because faith is the most important element for us as believers. And all of us, we will go through challenges, through many things. But if we don't keep faith, we cannot stand in the midst of adversity. And uh, I would like us to read again the scriptures that we read last Sunday. The first one is in the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 7. And the second one will be uh, 1 Corinthians, chapter 16, verse 13 and 14. I'm reading first uh, 2 Timothy, chapter 4, verse 7, in New King James Version. The Bible says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. I like the last statement. I have kept the faith. And the second scripture is in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 18 and 14. Still the Apostle Paul speaking here. He said, watch, stand fast in the faith. Be brave, be strong. Let all that you do be done with love. He started by saying, watch. And the second statement he said, stand fast in the faith. In the Amplified Version, I'm reading the same scripture, it said, be on guard. Stand firm in your faith in God, respecting his precepts and keeping your doctrine sound. Act like mature men and be courageous, be strong. Let everything you do be done in love, motivated and inspired by God's love for us. So in those two scriptures, we see Paul try to emphasize on the importance of keeping faith, standing firm on our faith, maintaining your faith till the end. It is one thing to have faith, but it is another thing to keep the faith. You may have it, but the question is, for how long are you Going to keep it because sometimes because of adversity because of disappointment discouragement 
you may lose or your faith can fail. But the most important thing is to keep your faith till the end. And most of the time, people tend to lose their faith when they are at the age of breakthrough, when they are very close to the breakthrough. But because of long time of waiting and expecting and pushing, they give up. And most of the time we fail when we are very close to our breakthrough. And that's why the Lord always reminds us to keep our faith because we don't know the time of visitation. Somewhere in the Bible it said, when the Son of Man will come, we live and faith here on earth. Because sometimes when God promises us things, God says things concerning us, he knows the time that those things will come to fulfillment. But the question is between the time you receive the promise and the time of fulfillment. In between, if you don't keep your faith, you can miss the time of visitation when God comes to visit you. If it does not find faith, you cannot receive or welcome what God is bringing in the season. So the only thing that can help you to receive his visitation is when he finds you standing in your faith. If you lose faith, you lose the ability to receive that divine visitation. And, and because of the lack of faith, many people can backslide. And the Lord is trying to encourage us to know that faith is the most important element. Therefore, we need to keep it. When I gave certain example last time to show us that sometimes God does not show up until the last minute. You can, you can wait and wait and wait when you think that nothing will happen. When you reach the end and then God can show up. And he wants you to have that capacity to endure, to wait until it will manifest. We have the example in the Bible of people that this, when they, they found themselves in the challenges, time, the time of adversity, the Lord did not show up quickly. He let them go inside, face the challenge, and then God showed up. Because God is a sovereign God. He has his own way of acting, of intervening in our problems. I gave the example of Daniel. He experienced divine intervention only after being thrown in the lion den. Remember, he was, a, he was a righteous man, a faithful man, a loyal man. He loved the Lord. He was praying three times a day. Because of God, he accepted any kind of treatment. He was very committed. And when the threat came, they told him if they found anyone worshiping another God besides the king, they will throw him in the lion den. And God was aware of that threat. God did not do anything concerning the threat. He waited and they took even Daniel. They brought him to the lion den. They threw him inside. God did not stop them from throwing him in the lion den. But once he went in, divine intervention came in the lion den, not outside of that. So God sometimes works in a mysterious way. The time that you're expecting him to work or the way you want him to work, it may not work like that. But even in the last minute, he can still show up because he's a powerful God. For Daniel, he manifested his power when he was in the lion den. Daniel chapter 6, verse 16. The Bible says, The king gave the command, and they brought Daniel and cast him into the den of lions. But the king spoke, saying to Daniel, Your God whom you serve continually, he will deliver you. He said that even the king confessed that the God that you serve continually, the God 
you, you are so faithful to this God. Even as they put you in the lion den, I believe that that God that you continually serve will come to deliver you. So God cannot, cannot leave us. He cannot forsake us, but he has his own way of coming. But you get to believe even when things are becoming so tough. Never change your mind. Daniel did not change his mind. He knew that even though they put me in the lion den, I know the God that I'm saving is still alive. I'm ready to die for him. And we look at his three friends, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They experienced also divine intervention. After they were thrown in the fire, not outside of the fire, but inside the fire. Daniel chapter 3, verse 16 to 18. The Bible says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, All Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If that is the case, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the burning fairy furnace. He will deliver us from your hands, and he will deliver us from your hands, O king. But if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we do not serve your God, nor we will worship the gold image which you have set up. These three boys, they were teenagers. They faced also the threat in their time. They told them that everyone must bow down to worship the, the gold image. After the sound of the trumpet, they did not do that. And the king gave them a last chance. And now I'm giving you the last chance. When you hear the sound of the, the trumpet, you must bow down and worship the gold image. And then they say, no, we will not do it. And I like the answer. In the answer, as, as you read that part, you can see that these three boys, they declare boldly three dimensions of faith they were operating. It's like in the answer, they express to the king that we are operating in three realms of faith. The first one they said in the answer, they said that if that is the case, our God that we serve is able to deliver us from the burning furnace. That was the first thing. They, they, the first dimension of their faith, they believed to God's capacity to deliver them. That was the first dimension. They believed. God is able to deliver people from the adversity, from the fire. That is a general knowledge. It's like faith for everyone. I believe God can heal the sick. I believe God can give breakthrough. We believe that God can open doors. This in a general. They believe to God's capacity. That was the first realm of faith, believing God's capacity. And the second realm, they confess again to the king. The second thing they said to the king, they said, and he will deliver us from your hands. You see, the first thing they say, we know that he's able to deliver. But the second one, they say, and we believe and we know he will deliver us from your hand. The second dimension of the faith, they personalize, they personalize that faith. They brought it in the personal level. It's no longer general. It's no longer in the appropriate that they say that we believe that this God will come to deliver us. Sometimes we can believe things in general. We believe that God can give a breakthrough, but for your own situation, you are not able to appropriate God's promises in the Bible. But you believe it is true, but for yourself, you cannot appropriate it. These young men, 
they believe in general and they appropriate so that we believe our God will come to deliver us. That was the second confession they made. The third confession, they, 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 they reveal again another dimension of faith they were operating. The first dimension, the third dimension in God capacity. Second dimension of the faith, they personalize that we appropriate what God can do, he will do for us. They had faith that God can touch them. The second, the third level, they said to the king, uh, they said he will deliver us, but if not, let it be known to you that we will not serve your God. They say that they made the provision that even in the case that God does not intervene, we will not change our mind. The, the, the third level of the faith is the highest level that most all of us, we need to pray to access that level. The level that my love for God is not determined by what God can do for me or what I can receive from God. These boys, they, they say that we will still worship our God even if he does not show up. That is the highest level of faith, that they stand in the dimension that our faith is motivated by our love for God, not by anything that God can do. And, and when God saw that, they even put them in the fire. Divine intervention came. Because God cannot stay quiet when people are operating in faith in that dimension. So this, what I'm saying is that to encourage people to know that don't give up because you have been waiting for long. Keep your faith because God can surprise you anytime. Believe his capacity to do it. Appropriate his promises for your life. Believe he can do it to you the same way he did to other people. And believe that move in the dimension that for me to serve God, for me to love God, it does not depend on what God is giving to me. I love him because he loved me first. He's God, he will remain God. Whether I see the miracle or not, this God remain God. And I stand in that position. And you pray, God, bring me in that realm that I live in the dimension of my faith that my love for you is unconditional. It's not because of the money that I see. It's not because of the breakthrough, but it's because you are God and you love me. And if you reach that level, you, are, you, 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 will, you will become unshakable. Nothing can shake you. And you will always see miracles happening in your life. That is very important. And, and you can see the, the life of other people like Abraham who, who, who experienced divine intervention at the last minute. After his body was completely dead, he could not have any feelings. God came now to fulfill the promise. God will always manifest what he said. God cannot lie. He's, he's a faithful God. He's God who can do things beyond our imagination. And he wants us to understand that faith is very very important. Very, very important. The fact that that is taking long to manifest does not mean that God is not able to do it. He will still do it. And this word of encouragement is for certain people and so for all of us. Sometimes we say, no, no, 2023, it was difficult yet. It was challenging yet. I pushed much. I waited much. I pray for my business. I pray for my ministry. I was praying for this miracle to happen. It took long. I feel like I was about to give up. Don't give up. The breakthrough is coming. And God is telling you the key for you to receive that breakthrough is your faith. Don't lose it. Keep it. 
And to see Jesus, he prayed for Peter. I said it last Sunday. Before Jesus died, before his departure, he prayed for Peter. Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, indeed Satan has asked for you that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have turned to me, strengthen your brethren. That is a powerful prayer that Jesus did for Peter. The last minute of his life, he knew that the devil was after him. He said that the devil wants to sift you as wheat. When I read it in French, to sift you as wheat, it's like he, he wants to take something out of you. He wants to pull something, to retrain something from you. It's what the devil wanted. He wants to catch, to steal something from you, Peter. To sift you like wheat. To pull out something from you. That is your faith. And he said, I prayed for you. He knew that Peter will betray him. He knew that Peter will, will deny him. He did not pray that I prayed for you that you not deny me. He did not pray like that. He not said, I pray for you that uh, you will not be intimidated. He don't pray for that. He prayed for one thing specific. He knew that the, the most important thing for Peter here is his faith. I know that he will be intimidated. He, 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 I know that he, he, will, he, he will feel that I cannot accept that I was with him. But I pray for him that his faith will not fail. Even when he falls because of his faith, he will stand up and he will also be able to restore others. And if Jesus could ask this thing for Peter, I think this is the most important prayer for all of us, that my faith will not fail. My faith will not fail. As we, in, we are in this new year, our prayer is God help us that our faith should not fail. And the second thing that God has revealed to me concerning this year is despite of the challenging times that can rise up, 2024 will be also the year of supernatural advancement. Supernatural advancement. It will be in two levels. One level is our own side, that we engage ourselves to move and the Lord release his hand upon us to cause us to see supernatural advancement. We are the first one to do the first step. But the, another level is not us doing a step, but God coming in a way that we cannot explain. So let me touch the first one. Because when we say supernatural advancement, is, is men seeing results happening outside of his natural efforts. There's something that is happening. It becomes supernatural. And before the Lord gave me this message, he gave me first a vision. In the vision, I saw a child sitting on the chair, like I'm sitting here. It was a child sitting. He was looking like five or six years old. And after a few minutes, I saw the same child changing, growing, becoming like 17 years old. And then after a few minutes, I saw again the same image. The child was growing, becoming like 30 years. But what I noticed, this person was growing, but he was still sitting on the same chair. And then I, I tried to, think, to, uh, to question myself, God, why? What is the meaning of this image? That someone is growing, but he's still sitting on the same chair. No movement. And the Lord told me, what I want to show you here is for you to understand that growth does not necessarily equal to advancement. Sometimes people can grow without advancing. Because advancement 
is related to fruitfulness. The fruits that are coming out of your spiritual growth or your growth in any area of your life. Sometimes we can come sitting in front of God. We receive a lot of teachings, Bible study. Many things are happening in this platform. We can be uh, fed up. You receive a lot of sound. And spiritually, you have a lot of information. It's like you are no longer in the level of knowledge that you were two years ago. Your knowledge is growing. Information are multiplying in your life. You become, like, you become fit. You grow. But what the Lord is expecting is to see you producing fruit from your growth. What you know as knowledge, you put it in practice. What you know as information, you are using them to advance the kingdom of God. Because if you don't advance the kingdom of God, you, you, the knowledge that you receive, it is possible for, 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 for a tree to become tall without bearing fruit. We can see tree growing, but there is no fruit. And God does not like the trees without fruit. When there are no fruits in the tree, they can catch that tree. And advancement, advancement equals fruitfulness. God wants us to participate into the advancement of his kingdom. The moment you make up your mind that I need to bear fruit of, fruit of righteousness, I need to express the character of Jesus, the life of Jesus in my family, in my community. I need to put my hand together with my brothers, my sisters to advance the kingdom of God. To, to share the love of God with other people. I cannot remain in the same level where I am. I cannot keep receiving and receiving. I don't pour out. I keep receiving. I don't pour out. I need to release what I have. The moment that commitment comes, the anointing will come on you. The grace will come because you already have the commitment. God will now strengthen you. It will release something on you that will help you to advance. And you look at around you, you see, no, I'm not the same person. I've brought certain fruit in this family, in the kingdom of God. I am growing. I am manifesting the fruits of, of, of growth. I'm not just growing, but I'm, I am advancing. And that is what the Lord is expecting from us. Your participation in the extension of God's kingdom will cause your advancement. The Lord wants us this year, all of us, to participate. The Lord wants your progress to become evident, evident to all. I took the scripture that Paul gave to Timothy. First book of Timothy, chapter 4, verse 12 to 15. Listen to what Paul said to Timothy. If we take it serious, the same instruction, I believe we can experience advancement. He told Timothy, the first thing, let no one despise your youth. Be an example to the believers in the word. He told him, be an example to the believers in the word, number one. In conduct, number two. In love, number three. In spirit, number four. In faith, number five. In purity, number six. He told him that, in other words, he said that, Timothy, I want you to become an inspiration to other people. This is the advancement. You are mature, but until you become an inspiration to other people, your growth is not relevant. Other people must learn from your life. 
He told him, be an example in the words, in your conduct, the way you express love. Become an example, inspiration to other people, the way you express your faith. Let your faith inspire other people. Let your life of purity, holiness, inspire other people. This is what he was asking to him. The first thing, become an inspiration to others. And he said, till I come, give attention to reading, exhortation, to doctrine. Do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying of the hands of the eldership. Meditate on this thing. Say everything that I told you before. Be an example. Commit yourself in reading. Meditate on it. He said, you must bring them. Make them the center of your attention. Focus your life on that. Until you become an example or an inspiration to others in the body of Christ, your growth is not relevant. You may say, I'm growing, but what I'm telling you is very important. Until you become an inspiration to your children, or to your wife, or to your husband, or to your colleagues, to people in your church, you, you cannot inspire people. They cannot copy something from you. That growth that you are proclaiming is not relevant. It's not, you are growing, but you're not advancing the kingdom. You advance the kingdom when you commit yourself that I live in the way that my life impacts other people. I share what is inside of me. I make it available to other people. And then the influence of God's kingdom is growing. And he told him, give yourself entirely. That means that put them to practice. Obey the instruction. And you will advance. He said that so that your progress may become evident to all. This progress, word progress is advancement. He told him that by doing this, your advancement will become evident. Not to yourself, but to all. Everyone can see that you are bearing fruit and you are advancing. So the formula for us this year, it's faith plus obedience to the instruction will cause supernatural advancement. When you stand in the faith and you obey divine instruction, automatically you will end up having supernatural advancement. That is the sign that God is expecting us to do a step, to commit ourselves. But the second side, it is God himself who will move 100%. No intervention for men. He will come himself. He will do things. And, 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 and the Lord wants us to know that there will be great testimonies of supernatural advancement this year in our spiritual family. There will be certain supernatural advancement. The testimony will come. Even the first trimester of this year already will be marked by certain breakthroughs in the lives of certain individuals. The Lord is going to move away certain barriers and cause tangible progress and positive result by his mighty hand. He will do that. That's why I said that it is a year of supernatural advancement. He will act in a way that certain things, where you have been waiting for that deal for long, you have been doing your best, feeling like you know, there is a resistance, it's not happening. But God is telling me to tell you, believe him, be positive, stand on your faith, because he's going to move in a supernatural way to advance you. You will move the level where you are, 
he will bring it to another level. All you need is to keep trusting him, keep declaring his word over your life, and keep the faith. Only those three things. Keep trusting him, keep declaring his word over your life, and keep your faith. Then this supernatural advancement will come to pass. So this is what I, I, I wanted to share again with scriptures to try to put more comments what I said last Sunday so that you may understand exactly uh, what God spoke to me concerning our family. And I believe that it's clear now. May the Lord bless all of us. May the Lord release his grace on us and give us the ability to bear much fruit. May the Lord give us inspiration on how we can do the step for him to stretch his hand on us so that we may see result. And may the Lord give all of us breakthroughs and supernatural advancement this year in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for listening to this message. For additional resources or more information about this ministry, come and visit us at alphaomegaint.org.za.